long time in the making, but it's finally here. You see him the beat. This is Voices of UCM, sponsored by Rise Community Services. Today, we sat down with Jason Orr, a senior digital media production major with an emphasis in sports broadcasting. Jason is also a local musician in the Warrensburg area. We talk about sports broadcasting, his other projects at UCM, and his music along with a short performance at the end of the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Voices of UCM. I'm your host, Andrew Zellner, and today I am joined by um, one of our digital media majors who uh, has an emphasis in sports broadcasting, uh, Jason Orr. How are you doing today, Jason? Doing great, Andrew. How are you doing today, I'm buddy? To, I'm, doing, I'm doing really good, other than... Other than a little bit of a sore throat and some stuffy nose, I think yeah. that's mostly from the weather changing and stuff. It's just been wild, but that's just the Missouri living. Yeah, man. I guess so. <laughs> one week cold, one week mm-hmm. hot. I mean, yeah. and our bodies are just expected to stay with it. Yep, that's just kind of how it goes. So, but other other than that, been doing doing good, doing yeah. good. So, uh, we'll go ahead and get started. Then uh, we're gonna talk about uh, sports broadcasting in particular. So, how did you end up in sports broadcasting? So, when I first got into the uh, sports broadcasting field. It would have been when I was in high school still, uh, when trying to find, you know, what you want to do for the rest of your life and go to college and major and all that stuff. Sports broadcasting was definitely something that caught on to my eye. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the uh, local papers from my hometown, uh, the People's Tribune, they did a trip cast. Okay. And uh, that was kind of a uh, just a small sports broadcast. uh, Right. Yeah. For local high school teams. And Mm -hmm. they would just go all over the. uh, conference of where my high school is from do all the sports for uh, the high school games whether it's basketball volleyball well yeah a little bit of volleyball Mm -hmm. softball baseball all that fun stuff and uh, I'm really fortunate enough to to uh, get to have that relationship with uh, Mark and April Fronick because they were the two that Mark and April both uh, went to college and studied sports broadcasting they saw me as a young kid who had interest in it Mm -hmm. and uh, they definitely could have just told me to go away and no but (laughs) they were very welcoming and they invited me on to the crew and so i got a lot of great experience before taking off so that's kind of how it got started so um, that's that's definitely something i've been that's interesting to see is that like as we get like further and further in the future you get more specialized stuff at high schools because i had there was a similar program um that i was a part i wasn't part of like specifically the sports side of it i was more on the, the film end but we had like a digital media sort of field at a high school and that like 20 30 years ago you wouldn't have had that yeah exactly it's crazy now to think right before we're getting into that stage of graduating college Mm -hmm. like how much of an impact and effect that played on the road like because once you get here you know it's kind of that atmosphere where you know you don't know everyone else you might be your colleagues and everything you're friends Mm -hmm. with them all but we're all going for the same jobs at the end of the day, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's always having that upper advantage, and that's definitely one that I've got on some others. Right, for and sure. And so it's definitely helpful to me. I'm, I'm sure it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, what kind of – what are the, some of the classes like for sports broadcasting? Is it mostly focused on, like, live productions, or is it um, – like some studio work too? Or? I'd say when looking at the uh, sports uh, broadcasting major, a lot of it is going to include live production, like you said. Right, uh, yeah. We focus mainly on 
if uh, we're going to shoot it, we're going to shoot it live and mm-hmm. no post edits. Like we try to strive for getting the shot the first time and right. being perfect the first time mm-hmm. and moving on from that and trying to focus on the next shot. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something we'd look at. Another one that was a big uh, impact to me when I got here was mm-hmm. uh, writing. You take oh, a lot right. of uh, sports writing classes and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of just writing in media classes, and that okay. really helps out because that's the majority of what your job is going to mm-hmm. entail to. Okay, so – because there is that like kind of specific language almost for yeah. specifically sports. Exactly, and, and when it comes to sports, you have to break it down by sport at that. Right, I mean, yeah. it's already a language in the sports world, mm-hmm. but then when you break even f- deeper into it, you know, it's each sport is a different – terminology and language yeah. and you just have to learn it all yeah i imagine there's are there different classes for different sports writing yeah. or oh there are okay cool some are a little bit more focused on a couple of sports but okay. the majority of them that you're going to take is the broad basis where okay. you're going to learn a little bit of everything which mm-hmm. i think is another great reason why we have this program here at ucm uh-huh. is just because uh, all of our professors want to make sure that, especially in the sports field, that you're not going to be clueless. Like mm-hmm. we're not here to just give you the main sports basis. Like, right? Yeah, just talking about sports for the whole timers. Exactly. There's like the actual, like the practical skills of of shooting it, and then yeah, like writing and stuff as well. Exactly. Yeah. So is there like um, is there like a specific part of it that's like for casting for like being specifically for commentary uh yeah so uh i i wouldn't say there's probably a class for it i never got to take a class for uh brought for actually calling games but hopefully that'll improve hopefully that'll change uh Mm -hmm. within uh, the couple of years here at ucm uh i know in a couple of my classes we did focus on calling games like they'd be a couple of different assignments but uh when it came to uh, me calling games here at ucm uh the best opportunities you can get from that would be through the radio club or uh, mm-hmm. just through the sports broadcasting classes, uh, okay. intro and uh, advanced multicam uh, okay. production. Uh, from there, that's when you're part of the uh, crew that does the broadcast for UCM. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, uh, especially when you're not looking at the mainstream sports here, uh, right. like volleyball, not your volleyball, but like football and uh, basketball, mm-hmm. they, if we have enough numbers, we'll open it up for do, having students announce the game. And so oh, okay. those are the best two ways that I've been able to call games okay. since being here at UCM. So in terms of the production side, how early on in the program do you, are you able to like actually start like working on – like specifically the UCM sports. So uh, you can take, I'm pretty sure you can take the intro to sports class. Uh, either It's either your freshman or your sophomore year. Okay. Into uh, the university with the DMP major. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, as soon as you jump into the intro to sports broadcasting class, it's kind of, we take the first couple of weeks to uh, just uh, really break down and kind of talk to you about right. each sport and what we expect. And then, that's about for the first couple of weeks, and then from that point on, we're just doing it. Actually, it just goes. We're working. Goes beyond. Okay, so that's so that's cool that you're able to you were able to get in. Yeah, early exactly. on. That. Yeah, okay. you're able to just jump right into the field, and mm. all of that stuff is good to uh, be demo role right. material and everything for portfolio purposes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, do you have a specific sport that you like to cover uh, or like to work on more than others? 
So right now, this semester, for some reason, uh, volleyball has kind of been uh, oh, yeah? taking the trump over everything, and mm-hmm. it's just I think it's mainly has an effect on that. I've gotten to call the majority of the home matches for oh, the okay. Jennies this year, and uh, it's something that I take a lot of pride in. I've gotten to meet a couple of the players, and I I I don't want to do a bad job because of them. I'm that's right. what our job is as sports broadcasting. We're there to promote the athletes. I want to make sure I'm giving the best product for them on the court. And so when getting to talk to them and everything, it's awesome just to Mm -hmm. kind of know that, hey, you're doing a good job or, hey, so-and-so's name, you know, you're saying it the wrong way or, hey, you're saying this one term like it's uh, not a kill, it's a ace or something like that. And just those helpful tips really are helpful. And then Mm. it just kind of makes you know that, you know, it it really feels good to know that what you're doing matters, and right, so it's good to have like your voice actually heard and like people are exactly up and stuff, exactly. Yeah. So that's always a good thing mm-hmm. to hold my head up high about. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. Do you get to like other like post game interviews or stuff like that? So we've started or? to break into that a little bit. Okay. We're still. Uh, it it just kind of depends. Uh, hmm. Being a uh, sometimes. Uh, let me think how I want to answer this question. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, we really haven't been able to do it that much, but it's a very mm. simple process if we wanted to jump into that okay. field and start that up. Right. I would. I imagine it would. Because that, that's another interesting uh, a part of it that could honestly be its own position. It's yeah. just being post-game interview. Hey, how'd the game go? Hey, yeah. knowing what questions to ask. Exactly. And that's what the majority of sports broadcasting comes down to is mm-hmm. prep work. That right. is – it's all like – I think people main time just think that announcers, pe- crew members, they just show up, grab well, a camera, and just start yeah, setting it all up. Yeah. But th- how much prep work is put behind just one single broadcast that has mm. lasted for usually about two hours long, how much work we mm-hmm. put in during the week before it, it's it's insane how mm. it just to get that two hours worth out there. Uh, well, yeah, that's two hours of live content that exactly. needs to be planned out to the second basically literally it's planned out in order, to the second. in order to have that efficiency and make it a good viewing experience. yeah of course yeah and that's what it all comes down to is we want to give the best product out for the viewers at home we want to give the best product to showcase our athletes here at ucm right and so and that just helps the more we do that to help mm-hmm. them out the more it helps us out with our own uh achievements and aspirations in the mm. field it just again with the whole demo reel and portfolio the more and more right. content you create the better it looks mm. for us as well so right yeah for sure we'll be right back with more voices of ucm brought to you by rise community services that's the sound of a door slamming in your face that's the sound heard by many individuals living with a disability but it doesn't have to be. RISE Community Services is committed to opening doors, not closing them. We believe that each person deserves a life that is full of hope and empowered by self-choice. If you or a loved one need help, please visit watchusrise.org. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Voices of UCM. 
brought to you by Rise Community Services. Today, we sat down with Jason Orr, a senior digital media production major with an emphasis in sports broadcasting. We continue our discussion by talking about Jason's work in the UCM Media Labs and some of the projects that he's worked on at UCM. Is there any particular like um, job position you want for? for I really like calling games. Like that's calling games? that's usually that's really kind of the main reason I got into it. Mm -hmm. uh, into this whole broadcasting field was I, I like to be boisterous on the air. Uh, mm -hmm. Calling games has definitely been something I've loved doing right. since I first got to do it at uh, in high school. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I, yeah, that, that's usually the main thing I want to take away from mm -hmm. it all. Is there a particular, like, like if you had to pick a sport to go and call oh, man. host? <laughs> I always said, like, my dream job, I'd quit music if uh, – <laughs> I ever got a job offer from the Cardinals or the Blues in oh, St. Yeah. Louis because those are my two hometown, like not mm -hmm. hometown per se, but those are your I, two I teams. lived around. I lived around the St. Louis area growing up, and so uh, those are just my two teams, mm -hmm. ride or die, till the day I die. Honestly, and so yeah. I always said those that would be the dream job, either for radio, for TV, just being the play-by-play mm. -play for the Cardinals or uh, the Blues. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be the happiest man in the world. Mm -hmm. And we'll um we'll be sure to talk about uh, some music stuff later. Yeah, on. of course. Uh, but then I want to kind of talk about some of the the other stuff that you do, uh, in the program in general. So you work in the you work here in the media labs. Yeah. So my official job title is assistant engineer. Mm -hmm. So basically, what that means is I work under our head engineer for the communications department, Darren Plummer, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm basically kind of like I, I'm basically. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm the same job level as him because I'm not at all by any means. But what he tells me to do, I what we need to get done for the engineering department and right. communications. He'll tell me, "Hey, go do this, go do that," and I'll okay. go run off and do that real mm -hmm. quick. And so I love my job. I love my boss, Darren. He's awesome. And so mm -hmm. I've had just a great work experience since getting here yeah, and good. starting this job up. And yeah. It really helps out with the sports broadcasting because mm -hmm. that's another thing it entails too is um, being kind of the assistant with the sports broadcasting because I've uh -huh. taken the classes. I took them both last year. All right. And I'm, so I guess you could say I'm retaking them again this year, mm -hmm. but I serve as a practicum student for it. All right. And so, so it's a different kind of. Yeah, it's kind of helping there. out the students who are taking mm -hmm. it. If they have any questions, I kind of run the. With me doing calling a lot of games this semester, I've been able to implement some of the students into doing some of the games with me, and so oh, right. that's always awesome. It's a I'm great, sure, yeah. it's cool for me to kind. Of, I kind of feel like I teach a little bit, mm -hmm. like when a, a student wants to do a broadcast, then uh -huh. I can kind of show them the ropes of how um, I do my prep work and how they can do mm -hmm. prep work for their games and stuff. So yeah. it's all it, my job has been very fun. I, I'm I'm really sad to see I'm gonna have to leave. Yeah. It, come May time, but uh, yeah. we'll figure something out down the road. I'm sure we could figure something out. Um, but yeah, I think that's really cool that we can not only provide you with the opportunity yeah. to um, teach and, and have that practicum, but also to give the opportunity to other uh, incoming students exactly. that, are, that are able to – because they – Otherwise, they may have not been able to like cast a game super early in their yeah, college and career. And that plays a part onto what – my job is I think mm -hmm. I want to make sure these kids are loving this and right I, I it's weird now that I'm I feel like I'm a part of uh, 
kind of just the mentality of students like trying to get them enrolled right, into yeah. our specific classes because mm -hmm. this is a i mean it's kind of dying a little bit this business is a bit but hmm. i i think just you just got to go out and find the people who are interested in it and then sure as soon as you people, do yeah. and then as soon as you do find those people you just got to get them hooked on it and so that's sure. what we try to do is just get the students hooked on it and very excited about it and mm -hmm. i think we we probably have some room for improvement which i think everybody does but uh -huh. i i have so much fun with my job and so much yeah. fun with sports broadcasting that i just think I want to be able to relay that to the students mm -hmm. as well and just make sure they know that, hey, this this is a very stressful job. Mm. You know, we do have to bring a product out on the floor and it needs to be right the first time per yeah. se, but it's a very fun job. It's mm -hmm. a very fun, a lot of benefits can be rewarded from it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So so I also know that you're a part of a happy half hour. Do you want to explain kind of what that is? Yeah, happy half hour is another class that I'm taking in, and that's the uh, multi-cam production. Oh, that's the multi-production cam. Yeah. And uh, excuse me, but uh, yeah, it's a self-created show by all of us in the class. Uh, Cass uh, Cassidy Lassier is the uh, head producer for it all. Uh, I'm a segment producer for the uh, show, and. Uh, each week we kind of bring new content about the uh, college and uh, just uh, some basis stuff. Uh, we have the Average Joe versus Pro segment where uh, I'm the host for it, <laughs> ironically, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, we go to numerous different athletic uh, organizations or club athletic clubs mm -hmm. in uh, the college and uh, just kind of promote them and showcase them uh -huh. and how people can get involved with that. We also do the one night only segment, which is the segment I run and I'm okay. the head producer of. And that's kind of music wise. We showcase somebody around the college for uh -huh. their music abilities. Uh, like next week, we're doing Dr. Von Schlemmer's uh, band. Right, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just been a great experience uh, mm -hmm. getting to work uh, with that. And if you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. Most shows are shot on a. Thursday at 1 o'clock, we still have two more shows for a live taping, and those will be on Thursdays at 1 o'clock, except for a Thanksgiving week. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's going really good right now. Is there a place where um, people can can watch that stuff or yeah you youtube youtube yeah YouTube. what there that's what i was missing there with uh promoting it uh <laughs> thursdays but if you want to watch any episodes beforehand it's all on youtube on the uh, ctv uh ucm page uh mm -hmm. if you go into it you can find all the happy half hour i believe it's a playlist now on the uh, channel so yeah. if you just go there you can watch any episode that's already been filmed for it mm-hmm I, I think that's really neat that there's a there's that program to yeah. kind of promote parts of, of camp, like individuals and groups on campus. I think that's really neat. Yeah, it's kind of taking the voices of UCM and making it into yeah. a full-length show and mm -hmm. breaking it down to just want to make it a broad thing around it right. to where we have a sports segment, Section, a, music a music segment, music segment weekly. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember we did some homecoming stuff where we talked mm. to all the homecoming royalties before right. the homecoming uh, weekend and such things mm -hmm. like that and so it's been a great experience yeah i'm sure i'm sure it's definitely it's gonna look good on like, oh yeah definitely say as much as this will as well like this is incredible like the mm -hmm. show this show is awesome and how you've been able to just really i'm wide around i'm, I'm quite happy about it yeah, yeah. i was about to say <laughs> just like a vast uh, majority i see you bringing in people all the time and i'm like mm -hmm. where where where's that person from and you're just <laughs> 
oh, they're on the complete other side of campus. I, I don't know how I pulled them. And it's just crazy to me how – yeah. So many different people are just willing to come in, and that's awesome, too, for mm-hmm. us because we are both aware that not a lot of times people want to take the time out of their day to uh, yeah. give us a second. So mm-hmm. every time someone does, it's always uh, good for that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, specifically finding people, I think it's a lot. It's just kind of lucky. It's hard. It's, it's honestly – a lot of it has been luck for me. Yeah. Like it just so happens, oh, this person's available and they're willing to come on. So yeah. may- maybe it's not luck. Maybe I've just – I just know you're just the pro by now. I just know who to yeah. ask. I guess <laughs> you just got it down by I now. Down, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's it's gonna be. It'd be look really good because you're you're producing you're producing it. You're yeah. uh, your host on. It. I think that would. Oh yeah, that it's would just so big for well. you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what are some What are some other things that you've you've worked on here at UCM? Oh man, I'm gonna have to think on this one now for a second. Well, doing the uh, broadcast for the last year for. Uh, UCM athletics has been mm-hmm. probably the biggest job <laughs> that I've ever uh, had um, and getting to carry over that job once again it's mm-hmm. just awesome being able to do that and uh, yeah I've been working down here this year some mm-hmm. other projects would have to include probably study hall that was a show that we produced last year mm-hmm. uh, only four episodes of that I think came out and mm-hmm. so I'm also a member of the radio club haven't been able to do too much this semester with it, but uh, oh, well, yeah. hopefully next semester I'll be able to jump back in and get a show again. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. Oh, do you not have a show right now? I thought no, you I don't. I don't have a show this semester. I no. thought you did. I thought I see. Were, um, we had the Buffett break, and then uh, it went to the right. students, and so I kind of just didn't get around to okay, uh, picking a show right. this year. Because I, I could have sworn that you, you you had one. I just I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I, like I said, I thought you did. Then yeah. Yeah, hopefully next semester there's been some talks about doing something, either a podcast or a live show. So yeah, we'll see like what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of how things go. Because I've wanted to do, I've wanted to do like several other things this semester, yeah. but I just I haven't had a chance. Yet. Oh no! Like I wanted to go to MC, I wanted to, like start this semester. I wanted to start going to MCA because I'm like, oh yeah, I can. I've kind of I've gotten my my feet in the water yeah. a little bit. I'm, like, I'm gonna go and start going to that, but I just haven't had the time. Exactly. No, with, and with this with the job and. All my, I have multiple production classes. So exactly, yeah, that's how it goes in the DMP life. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Next semester, be able to hit it, be able to get it next semester. Yeah, sure. exactly. So, <laughs> there's always next semester for a couple of years at least, and then that's what we always leave. say. <laughs> <laughs> then they kick us out. Yep. Well, I could just take more classes and keep coming up. Exactly. Just keep on. Don't give up money. yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stay tuned for more after this break. Voices of UCM is sponsored by Rise Community Services. Every minute, there are six children born in the U.S., and one of them will be born with a developmental disability. Rise Community Services believes that an individual's potential doesn't vanish simply because they were born with a unique set of challenges. We believe that each person deserves a life full of hope and empowered by self-choice. If you or a loved one need help, please visit watchusrise.org. 
Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You're listening to Voices of UCM, sponsored by Rise Community Services. Today, we sat down with Jason Orr, a senior digital media production major with an emphasis in sports broadcasting. We finish our talk by discussing Jason's love for music, and we also get to hear him perform. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go ahead and go and uh, start talking about some music then. Heck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So how did you initially uh, like kind of start getting into it? So music has always been around. It's probably been the biggest impact in my life mm-hmm. since uh, I can remember. I've always loved music. I don't think I ever took it seriously till I was about 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. I think that was the moment I started picking up a guitar and uh, playing songs that I wanted to hear and mm-hmm. that I liked. And, uh, yeah, from there, uh, COVID kind of – I started writing – from that point, I started writing some songs, mm-hmm. uh, playing a couple shows just by myself, and then COVID hit around, and All I was right. at home by myself a lot, just uh, – trying to write anything I could and mm. uh, a buddy of mine who uh, I was hanging out with during lockdown was talking about this date he was on and uh, mm-hmm. I really th- just how he was talking about it I uh, thought it was a really cool uh, structure of a story so I told him give me a couple days on it and so <laughs> I came back with a song and then from that point I met a producer in Springfield Missouri oh, okay. and then uh, we worked together on that and then I think a m- in June it was June 20th of 2020 was when I put my first song out all right on uh, all streaming platforms and mm-hmm. uh, from that point it was kind of never looking back mm. yeah so that that was actually in, during during covid you were able to yep. put that up that's really that's really cool that despite Despite, Despite COVID yeah, at the time, exactly. that, was, that basically shut everything down at that point. Yeah, that was definitely something. It was one of those things that kind of kept me going through that lockdown. I'm was sure, just yeah. like Just finding something because I, I feel down. with everybody else in the world when we went on lockdown, you know, mm. I think everyone's laziness kind of hitched up, yeah. hitched up a little bit in the... I, I'll say it, I had a blast during COVID lockdown, <laughs> not doing too much, but uh, when I finally got around to writing and everything, it was kind of the thing that kind of brought me back into the light, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, let's get the pedal to the metal and get working on music now. Yeah, for sure. That's something I've, like, hearing stories from during COVID and stuff, it sounds yeah. like, like a lot of people just kind of figured out what they like doing. Exactly, and yeah, I, that I was think kind of another thing, yeah. And I think that, it obviously... Horrible thing that COVID happened, a horrible, exactly. unfortunate thing. But looking at some of the brighter angles of it, it's going to be interesting to see some of the people that came out yeah. of that at, with new talents, new hobbies, and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's just what comes with anything, I think, bad that happens in your life, <laughs> in someone's For life, sure. is you just got to find uh, that one uh, takeaway from that bad thing and mm-hmm. just try to find some positives out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure, because that's kind of how that's kind of how I was for like, yeah. a little bit. Cause I, um, um, I don't remember if I actually did it, but like it gave me a lot more time to think. Yeah, right? yeah. Like because during COVID, 
like schoolwork was kind of just whatever. It didn't mm-hmm. really there wasn't much of it and it was not really that impactful. So I had a lot more time to just kind of think, kind of discover, all right, I have this time, let me figure out what I want yeah. to do with the rest of my life. Yeah, most now, definitely. Now granted, I had ideas of oh, I kind of want to go into filmmaking or something with digital media or something like that thanks to uh, stuff in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hadn't really narrowed it down. But during COVID, I was able to narrow it down like, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And like I said, it's unfortunate that it happened, but I think it's it's good that I was able to You have find that your takeaways. Yeah. You yeah, find your takeaways sure. from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So um, what kind of – I know you, I, I was listening to uh, a little bit – a little bit of a um, yesterday your music mm-hmm. on on Spotify. We'll be sure to I can probably get Doctor Moore to or Joe to. Oh link yeah. To that. yeah, I was about to say I think he'll, they're he'll, all in the library too. Oh, they, they should be, be in yeah. our folder because I sent those to Joe back in the day. Long um, ago. um, I'll have him put a link to it, so it'll be up there on Perfect. on the website. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of that kind of. It, it gave me a lot of early '90s country, like the See, '90s. Yeah, country it's vibe. kind of that alternate country. That's the sound I kind of strive for i really like a guy names like uh the eagles and the, a lot of that 70s uh, california sound all oh, right uh that's kind of my motif uh i really would like to get my songwriting to that level mm. and uh i feel like in this last dp album it mm. was it was glimpses of it right but haven't cusped it yet mm-hmm. and so i think uh I'm actually right now trying to break down and write a new album. And so Mm -hmm. with that, it's been a whole new process of trying to get the sound I wanted to hear in my head out loud. And so it's definitely been an interesting process so Mm -hmm. far. Well, I mean, like songwriting is so specific, honestly, in terms of of how you write it. And and like even just like lyric crafting alone Mm -hmm. is its own kind of art form. Yeah, it's uh, I if. People ask me all the time, how do I write? And I couldn't give you a straight answer. I mean, like, Each time it's different. I, I don't know yeah. how I do it. It's mm-hmm. just something I do. It it almost feels like it, it's like a it's like something in in me that is just coming out. Like some of yeah. the words I, I, I can't even when I try to sit down and truly think, mm-hmm. you just can't think most of the time in music. You just got to yeah. go for it. That's something that. I, I I hear a ton like from like biopics and stuff. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah, we had no idea what we we're doing, and then just a spark just came out came, of nowhere. Comes out. Yeah. Yep. I think, and I think that's really interesting how that kind of works with music. Yeah. Because, or just in art in general, is that spontaneity is kind of a huge part of it in a weird sort of way. Like just throughout art in general, like for film, for sculpting, for music, yeah. it's like there's that spontaneity that's kind of hard to capture the feeling of in a lot of um, other places in the world. Yeah, I think uh, finding what is true to yourself mm. and just holding on to that right. and then being able to show that out to the world, I think that's the most beautiful part of it all. For sure. And uh, that's definitely something that I try to keep very near to my heart. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's something I've loved doing for the mm-hmm. longest time. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, like, music really is just – the expression of yeah i i see it at least as like the expression of your soul almost yeah yeah i i see a lot of that too uh when it comes to like my live playing and everything uh, mm-hmm. i always say my job is to take the uh, audience away for the next two hours um mm-hmm. whatever they're going through or if something's impacting their life 
I, I've got that one song that, you know, that mm-hmm. they need to hear at that moment to where, hey, right. you're going to be all right. Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. We're still going to keep on moving. The sun's going to come up and come down again. Right, yeah. And so I I think that's just what it all comes down to and just finding those people mm-hmm. who, uh, who want to hear it and need to hear mm-hmm. it, kind of. Right, for sure. So in terms of um, inspiration, you were saying the the Eagles. Are there any other? Um, oh yeah, some other so many, so many inspirations. I I can't. I wouldn't. We'd probably could fill a whole episode up with me <laughs> just talking about music history. Right. The Beatles are another big one for me. Paul McCartney mm-hmm. and John Lennon's uh, songwriting capabilities are something I don't think we'll ever see again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's another big one. The band as well as another good American southern, right. not American southern, but American. Uh, kind of country rock sound mm-hmm. that I will I strive for uh Levon Helm and uh, Robbie Robertson another great mm-hmm. duo so yeah those are a lot of uh kind of the older it gets the more is what I'm looking for out of it uh-huh. kind of capturing that older style yeah because I feel like some of that style has been kind of lost especially in country I've noticed it's like, yeah because a lot of country now is a lot of kind of fusion it's like it's like a pop country oh yeah so. the people in the way they're running things in Nashville now is not the way they were running it yeah, twenty years ago, and so that's, I think that's why you're starting to see a lot of people leave the Nashville area. More yeah. people from the, uh, more of those artists who are trying to make that natural uh, country sound. Uh, yeah, they're all starting to leave the Nashville area and head down to Texas. And mm-hmm. most of the people who are running that Nashville sound right now, kind of a little bit more on the pop side with everything, yeah. a little bit more technological uh, advanced mm-hmm. with drum loops and stuff. Yeah. A lot of those are coming from Los Angeles and your major mm-hmm. cities uh, for those aspiring artists, and they're starting to flood to Nashville now because they yeah. see the opportunity they can get there, and it's just completely yeah. different now from it's it. It's just a different kind of vibe. Oh, it's... Because, like, you yep. compare, like, something from, like, the night... You compare, like, a Garth Brooks song oh, to yeah. something that comes out now, and they're just... Completely Almost different. completely different genres at this point. Yeah. There's, there's still, like, that hint of a country twang, kind of, but, like... Barely. Not really, yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's kind of unfortunate to see, or um, I guess it's unfortunate to see that it was going away for a while, but now that it's coming back, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's good starting to, see. to rise back again uh, out of the Texas scene right now, mm-hmm. and then uh, honestly, it's kind of strange out of the California scene. Uh, more and more acts are starting to pop out, oh, kind of that really? California sound from like mm-hmm. that we saw in the seventies and such. That's, that's starting to kind of make a comeback now mm-hmm. into the world, and it's yeah. starting to reach a lot of people. So. Always mm-hmm. plus sides to those. Yeah, cause it, and there's also like the huge, like, there's a huge folk movement going on. Oh, yeah. As well, See, and that is, plays a part into effect like with it, in my of, opinion. Yeah. yeah, they're both kind of in that similar vein of you get that kind of small town feel almost yeah. to it. I think it's, I think all that mixed together is a really great movement that's, mm-hmm. we're, that's about to become a revolution, I believe, in my opinion. Right. In music, uh, and it's something we haven't seen in a while. We haven't seen a music revolution in a while. And, uh, not really, yeah. Being on the, uh, on the bottom of it all is kind of cool to say. So right, for we sure. can see what happens mm-hmm. when, uh, with the years coming on. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, definitely an interesting time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So if you, hypothetically, if someone wanted to start doing music, how would you, how would, what advice would you give them, uh, on like them starting up? Right. That'd be the first thing I'd say is just, just write, write, write as much as you can whenever you can. Ninety nine percent of the time, can I cuss on this? No. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's going to be bad. 
but uh, <laughs> stick with it, and uh, you you're gonna start writing good songs. The more and more you do it, it's gonna start getting better, and uh, that's when you're gonna start to relate to people. That you're gonna start making songs that relate to people, and that's a very important thing. And uh, the write would be the first thing I'd say, and then the second thing would be don't ever lose your love for it. Okay. Which it's a it's definitely a hard topic because I've lost it before, mm. and getting it back I've always felt lucky because of that, mm. and uh, yeah once you get and if you s- do start doing this, don't think of it from the standpoint of making it because mm. if you do that you're not going anywhere, yeah. and uh, you just have to do it because it's something you love to do and you just want to express the way you feel mm-hmm. to numerous amounts of people. Who right. are who are whoever will listen to you, and you're you're gonna have so many bad days. It, it's just inevitable with music because majority of the time it's people who are just gonna tell you no. You get used to the word no so right. much, and it and uh, you just have to go deep down into your heart, into your soul, and remember why you love it in the first place. Mm-hmm. That always has to stay with you. I think, in my opinion, right? Yeah, I think that's that's something about just art in general is yeah. that people are are going to not like it. No, you, yeah. You just have to be ready to to accept that people are just going to say, "Hey, no, I don't like this." It's Take just, the shots on the chin and keep going. Yeah. That's honestly something that needs to be like it it's it seems like such a such a simple thing to think yeah. about, but then you don't actually really think about it until you get to that point where they're telling you, no, you can't do this. And it, it sucks. <laughs> it's it, it's no, not fun. Yeah. It's not fun it's one bit, but not. you just got to learn how to take it from there and just keep moving on from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about for, like, playing an instrument? What would you, what did you just say, like, practice? Yeah, practice. practice yeah, just play. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, if you... I think uh, when it comes to practice, practice at your own pace kind of stuff. If okay. you, if a person is more inclined to learn from someone else, go get some lessons somewhere. If you're more inclined to just learn it yourself, YouTube is an incredible uh, arsenal oh, for, uh, for sure. learning how to uh, play the guitar, uh, especially if it's just uh, whatever you want to do, whether it's uh, if you want to become a really good, skilled guitar player and know, uh, know everything about terms and how to move up and down a fretboard and everything like that you can do that you can learn all that and if it's just a simple where hey i want to learn this song i really heard it on the radio i like it i think it could i think a girl would look at me a different way at (laughs) the friday night party you know if i learned it real quick and you can go on youtube and look up how to play this song and there's going to be a guy who's showing you the chords for that Mm -hmm. and so go at your own pace do what you love and just just have fun with it that Mm -hmm. I have so much fun with my music now uh, more than ever. Honestly, it feels like uh, I just love to do it. Mm. Just have fun with it. That's all I could say. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been able to find um, success in like the local the local scene? Yeah. So uh, I I've started to find a little bit of success uh, mm-hmm. over the last uh, year. Uh, I was very fortunate enough to uh, work with Betterman Records out of oh, okay. Fayetteville, Missouri, for a year. Uh, they signed me onto a contract uh, as an up-and-coming artist contract, mm-hmm. and that entitled me to an album. Okay. And that's the EP that is out now. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's the Fool is the title of that album cover, and uh, 
that was what I got to work on uh, in Fayetteville, in Fayette, excuse me. Mm. And uh, it was just a really good experience, a big learning curve for me Uh in the music world, especially when it came to producing and writing my own stuff. And then uh, more recently, back in August, I was very fortunate enough to be uh, put on the Mid-American Music Festival lineup. Oh. Uh, and uh, that was a really big moment for me in I'm my sure. career, yeah, uh, getting to open up for names like the Cadillac 3 and Chris Jansen. Oh, Just yeah. big-time names in the country world right now. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a big moment for my career. Yeah, I'm sure Kind of shot me up a I'm lot. I'm sure that would be a, that's a, that's a huge huge thing to yeah. be able to perform in front of a like a big concert like that. Yeah, and that was a lot of people we played in front of. I think it was what were they saying around the time? I think they said about 1000 to 1500 people by the time uh, we took the group, stage. Yeah. So yeah, it was a really good awesome mm-hmm. time. Uh, I had a blast with it. Hopefully uh mm-hmm. we'll be able to do some more shows like that down the road. Yeah. I I hope for your future. I I really enjoyed what I've what I've listened to so far. I think it's Thank really you. I, I think appreciate it's really good. It, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, boss. Mhm. Um, do you have any particular plans for like the future of your your music career? So, um, as a, I think I've mentioned before, right now I'm in the um, uh, right now I'm in the mix of a uh, recording a new album. Mm-hmm. Actually, just writing it right now. I'm still okay. in the writing process of that all, and that's going really well. Hopefully, that's by good. next summer we'll have that album out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the hope. Uh, Hopes and plans and realizations right. are completely different Absolute, from each other. So uh, we'll actually see when it uh, comes out later on down the road. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's uh, another thing. And a couple shows have been booked. Uh, December 15th and January 7th mm-hmm. have been uh, two new shows that I've added. Uh, they'll be both at Arcadian Moon up in Higginsville, oh. right off I-70, just about. 15 minutes north of Warrensburg here that's and so uh yeah I'm excited to go up to the winery there and play a couple shows oh, and fun, we'll see yeah. how that all goes too mm-hmm. that sounds like it that sounds like it'd be a good time yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right cool uh well um we have just your strum gu- one out real we quick have your guitar here yeah might as well Heck go yeah. ahead and get one I was about to say is there kind of anything you want to hear in uh, um I don't know I think it'd, I think it'd be neat if you played one of your own songs I think that could be cool yeah, we can do that, definitely. Make sure. There you go again, just breaking my heart. Just come around again and try another start. You say this time you're gone for good I keep hearing what you're saying And it's no good Cause I know what you're on And this game is finally done Cause you've been going round this cheating town Leaving me all alone I hear from my friends where you've been and you won't pick up your phone I think it's time to shut the door Should have been done long before You can keep your words Cause your actions mean more (laughs) 
Well, I almost believed the tear in your eye But you've left me with too many nights to cry It's time to move on and to start again I'll never have to worry about where you've been Cause you've been doing me wrong Well, that didn't last too long Cause you've been going round this cheating town Leaving me all alone I hear from my friends where you've been And you won't pick up your phone I think it's time to shut the door Should have been done long before You can keep your words Cause your actions mean more I don't care where you go Just don't come around here no more And keep on going round this cheating town Leaving me all alone I hear from my friends Where you've been And I don't care anymore I think it's time to shut the door Should have been done long before You can keep your words Cause your actions mean more And Voices of UCM, sponsored by Rise Community Services. Be sure to tune in next week at 7 p.m. on Wednesday and Saturday. You can listen to the show at UCMBeat.com, on either the live feed, or at any time by going to the Shows tab and finding the Voices of UCM tab. Once again, I'm your host, Andrew Zellner, and we'll talk next time on Voices of UCM. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.